flitting about the place, being no, irritating. No, you don't. That's the excuse. You want her sitting above you like an emotional support, don't you? That's what you want. But the language used is, I don't want her flitting about the place. No, don't, 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 don't flit. Go and sit here. Good job Bob isn't here, because you can just be saying, Bob, Bobby, Bobby, Bob. Bobby. <laughs> so you're, you're exposed because Bob isn't here. So I'm a, a sensible adult who could be recognised as being well socialised as a human. Whereas you're saying, come up here, darling, come along. To our second dog pod, and thank you for all your very, very kind remarks and also suggestions. We have loved those, haven't we, Paddy? I think I was quite insecure about that we could improve the pod by having guests on it. I thought that there was no need to send that so early in the run <laughs> after one. <laughs> no, but I think fair comment there. That's something I would say to look forward to in future editions. Mm. If Paddy and I can go through our address book and uh, Fa- persuade people. Fantasy guest? Well, I'd like to have my old mucker Graham Norton on. Is he a doggy? Can you reveal? I mean, you do on the show. He's got two dogs, talk, yes. You, well, you talk about I'd you know, like to have Alan Carr on. So gay men, really? Uh, no. What? I would like to have... Um, name, name someone who's not a gay man. <laughs> no, go on, give it a go. Shush, you've oh, scrambled a, my brain we'll now. we a ticking clock sound in now. No. <laughs> Maria mentions... Claire he... Balding. <laughs> Gay woman, is that right? Can you name anyone in the whole of Guestville who is a straight person who you'd have on? Amanda Holden. <laughs> Why is that funny? You don't know anything about Amanda Holden. You've just abused the woman then. I do know Amanda Holden. Tell me three facts about Amanda Holden. She was married to Les Dennis, and that's when I first met her. As in Dustin G. As in, well, no, Dustin G was the one who died, who was his double act partner. That's right, but Les Dennis and Dustin G were together, and Amanda Holden was married to Les. Indeed. Are they still? No. No. Right, another fact? Really, you're sounding like John Humphreys in your knowledge of (laughs) modern... Modern goings on. Modern. I mean, modern goings on. We're going to the 80s for this story. So another two facts about your fantasy guest, Amanda Holden. She's not my fantasy guest. Another another two facts. Okay. She is very, very loose-lipped about Shavis gossip, which is pleasing. That's great. And she can eat a lot of food and stay thin. Right. That's a good fact. So that's for the future. We look forward to that. Can we make her our first guest? So this edition... We're talking about contact, aren't we? We're talking about connections that people make with um, a dog. Yes, through the dog, the humans who come into your life. Who have come into our lives in the last X amount of... I mean, when you first got your dog, I have to say, you and I spent quite a lot of time talking, much like now, talking about our dog's behaviour. And as Graham Norton once said to me, he explained at great length. Um, Do you mean he, he went on? He No. Well, it was an interesting story because he is a very good raconteur. He explained at great length a story about his dog having eaten a condom. Oh, no. And both Graham and his then partner looking for it 
and not knowing what happened to her, it had been flushed down the loo, one of that. Cut to three days later, and Graham is in the park, and ladies are taking their children to school, and he spots his big Labradoodle Bailey <laughs> crouching down and trying to get rid of something from his rear end, and Graham having to go over and saw what was remains of this condom and having to get hold of it and pull it out. Now, that obviously, for all the ladies taking their children to school, did look rather like Graham Norton has had sex with his dog. Do you remember... Which he hasn't. Anywho, we are talking about contacts you make. I often find, Paddy, that when I go to the park with my dog or along the beach or wherever, I often remember the names of the dogs that come by, but very rarely the people that the dogs belong to. Yes, can you give me a couple of dogs in your life then that belong to strangers on the shore? Strangers on the shore, yes, there's there's Bunty. Bunty. Bunty, very fond of Bunty. What is Bunty? Uh, Bunty is a little sort of uh, scruff. I mean, everything has a name now, doesn't it? But I wouldn't really know that what she was. She's a bit like Bob, so she's a bit like a Border Terrier, but smaller. Punked. Yeah, something Love, like or that. Pimped. And yes, and talking of pimps, when I go out on the on the heath or wherever I go, I'm always looking for little dogs to play. You know, I'm pimping basically. Say that again. I'm pimping for Dolly to have someone to play with. Do you do that, oh, Bob? Yeah, yes, always. And there are dogs that my dog plays with, and I don't particularly need to talk to the owner. There is a person. Yes. Whose dogs, plural, Mm. my dog likes very much. Mm. But the great joy of this particular person is they require no conversation at all. It's a perfect perfect result, isn't it? And they're happy to walk over there, ten feet from me, smoking and drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And, And not... Get involved with me at all. Well, I can see that there are two things that they'd much rather be doing. Smoking and drinking. And I'm with them on that one. Now, curiously... The choice is to talk to Radio's Paddy O'Connell or to have a fag and a drink. I think we all know which one we'd choose. A can. No, but I think there's a great joy in that, isn't there? I mean, people say that who've made it together in long relationships. The, The joy of sitting in a room with someone not speaking. Yes, the joy of silence. Absolutely. And as I said in the last edition of how I'd rather go to A&E than to a New Year's Eve party, I mean, that is a great, that's been a great joy to me, meeting people about whom I know nothing, but with whom I can walk for, say, 10 minutes by their side or on the same path as them, deliberately, because I'm doing your pimping of my dog yes while the dogs are happy and playing because they will run around which is what you want but you, you do have to do a contract with the person am i going to talk to you about brexit <laughs> or can we just not speak to each other for the next not speaking, 10 minutes lovely. it is the old saying isn't it you go out to find someone to stay in with and then when you stay in with someone you don't speak to them well i think and we all love that painting of the new york diner by the famous hopper mm. and it's probably called Manhattan Diner and it's probably, we could probably go there now on holiday and if we didn't have our dogs no <laughs> let's not go let's cancel that plan let's just look at the picture let's cancel that travel plan forever 
There's no need to go to New York. It's in every film. We've been, haven't we, We've many been. times? I've been. I used to live there. I don't need to go. But there is, I think, for memory... What is your point about Hopper? Well, there's either one customer... told me I pop, now you've introduced many, many P-words into this conversation just to mess with my head. <laughs> I did earlier warn Maria about the popping, and now I'm talking about Hopper. Popping into Hopper. So in the pie, just picture that New York diner. I am. It's lovely. The colours are beautiful. And from memory, yes. there are two humans. There's the, in there's the, the customer yep. and, and the boss man. I'm going to go with man. Okay. Now I could. There could be two customers at the bar. Right. At least I think there are at least three people in that. Okay. In that. Well, my point can be made with one, two, or three people. All right. What is your point? Get on with it. Stop saying P words. It's a big city. Yes. There's a lot of loneliness. There's a lot of loneliness. But they are communing together and they're not actually communicating together. They are communing together. Now, I have found there to be a great joy in a job and in a city where you can talk a lot. And it's very angry in the public conversation at the moment, isn't mm. it? I found it to be a great joy to walk side by side or next to a person, man or woman, who I know nothing about, saying nothing at all. Now, there are other options we're going to come to. There are people I've got to know quite well. Right. But there is a great joy in that because it's not spooky, it's not creepy. It's a simple human thing in a busy city, in a busy part of our politics. And you are joined by your dogs and their frolics and their fun. Yes. And, and that a, is sufficient. Yes. And it's so unlike other human interactions because you couldn't, you might start a book group. I am in a book group. And there's a bit of that which you do where you read the book and then talk about it. But you would never start a book, you'd never start a group, would you, for adults to sit or stand in silence with each other. That wouldn't really take off, would it? No. No. So, that, that would I just be people in a room. Yes. Who don't know each other. And it would be peculiar. And don't want to know each other. Well, you would be calling them together. It would be like a dentist waiting room without the dentist. But I think you're absolutely right. Because the political climate is such at the moment where uh, t to talk about anything is to raise your head above a parapet and uh, it's a minefield, essentially. So talking, I quite like it when people tell me about their dog's ailments or how they train them or any the minutiae yes. yes so now we are moving now into communicating because i don't want to be sound as antisocial as you are but you are right you are right now we're into communicating now why do you like to hear about another own if bunty's owner said now bunty my dear little bunty he's got a limp i don't know why he's been he's coming here he's got a limp Bunty's owner doesn't talk like that, as well you know. I don't. No, I don't know Bunty's owner. I mean, people with children would say, uh, "We're not hell." No, but wait, not so would same. say, "Hell is other people's children," and they're not interested in. No, other that's people's right. Children. I agree with that. They I want don't even to talk about how little Johnny has, you know, got a double first, etc. But they don't want to hear about how little Freddie, is, who isn't related to them, has also got a double first. It's a bit like, but it's. It is a bit like you. It's communing with people without really having to try. Uh, no, because you're now communicating. I'm not a phony. If I'm talking... I was asking you... Calling when me a when, fake. Well, because I said to you directly, when Bunty's only said, no, my dear little Bunty, she's got a dreadful... Don't do it like that again. You must stop doing that accent. Limp. Why? Because Bunty's owner will be very offended. Bunty's owner won't never listen to this. But Bunty's owner is very, very posh. Bunty's got a dreadful limp. 
Yes, no, they, nobody's told me about that, but they talk generally. We talk sort of through our dogs. This is what I'm trying to get at here, where you say, oh, you know, can't they can't do chicken, that comes out the wrong end, or, it can, you know, they vomit or so on. Uh, so you're basically, it's just nonsense small talk, but it's nonsense small talk that's allowed because it's about your dogs and they are in front of you and they're frolicking and then you laugh, both laugh and say, oh, look, nothing better than seeing two dogs having a lovely time on a, in a big field. Yeah, I think it's good chi. Good chi, energy. Is that what chi means? Yeah. yeah because there's a woman in the park who says to me it's good chi and I always nod knowingly, but I, I, I always thought chi was tea. But I think That's chai. That's chai. So, obviously... And also, your dog's having a nice time. Why would that be good tea? Well, I, it's, it's one of those kind of slight... It's an area of life that I know I should know more about. Right. Chi. Yeah. And so, let's just go with the fact that it's good energy. It is good energy. I think that's, good, that's really where this podcast could have started, this point. All right. Good energy. Good energy. Um, and... It's undeniably good energy. Now, I can tell this by the fact that also it's good for you and I when we have our own dog and the strangest dog. But you will sometimes see people of all kinds stop to look at two dogs that are running around together or, I may say, fighting. But imagine the scene running around. They sometimes prance like horses, don't they? Mm. If it's two big labs or one little one. And they laugh. They, no, they don't laugh. They dance together, really, don't they? And they well, there's a joy. There's, there's a, a joy. sort of unbridled joy that even they are unaware of, but they're experiencing. And I, I always put it to people when they say, oh, I don't know if I should get a dog. Uh, you know, my life is too busy. You've always got time to go for a walk. People that are rather, you know, that find life difficult... Fresh air and walk is fantastic. Yes, and I see busy people stop and they'll see in the middle of the park two dogs belonging to two complete strangers. They don't want to go and meet them. They don't want, they're just looking. And it's a spectacle and it's innocent and it's got something very spontaneous about it. And if it was, you know, completely meaningless, you wouldn't stop. It's got some kind of meaning, but it's unclear perhaps what it is. So I love the fact that you can sometimes pimp that situation. You see a yes. dog, you know the owner, but you don't really want to talk to them. So that's person number Having one. Having said that, I travel up on the train quite a lot with my dog on the bicycle. And I've never had this before, Paddy. It really annoyed me today, which was a ticket inspector who was a little bit my, more than my job's worth, um, said to me, have you got a sort of blanket for that? Was, was that on the seat? yes. Well, I think you should have had a blanket. And I said, no, I'll put her in her bag. Yes. And he said, I said, but she's hypoallergenic, so no hair or anything will happen. I mean, frankly, have you seen the state of southeastern strains? And they're, they're talking to me about a, a very clean dog. They're not hypoallergenic. What? Southeastern strains? <laughs> no, they're very not. And very rarely run on time, I'd hasten to add. But I just thought, oh, dear, now what's eating Gilbert Grape there. He was having a bad day and there's nothing in the bylaws to say you must do this. Well, I did put her in her bag. I will say that... She I very rarely sits on a seat. She sits on my lap. I have to say that I, do, I, do, I don't agree with you. I think that if you put a dog on a seat on public transport, they should be on something, a new piece of newspaper or... Okay. I just think because there are people who don't like dogs and 
they should not be forced to sit where a dog has sat. I think that I think the same about feet as well. I don't like mm. it. Mm. I don't like it so much that I never say anything. If I see someone whose feet are on the train, I think that's absolutely appalling. I won't say anything to you. You've clearly never got the vomit comet down to uh, Hastings. No, pe- I know over night time. People do it all the time. I think it's a sign of disrespect to other people and it's one of the things I, I do all right res- you've shot me down in planes no i'm not talking about you anymore i just because i just said that you, you're not a disrespectful person i was just saying that that is a something which i'm going to cross about now so when we go back <laughs> to the park <laughs> yes then there have been other people with whom i've been invited into their homes as a result of the dog bond oh. and there was an american family whose family grew in the time that we, we met through the dogs and the dog was called Wilco. Yeah. And to this day, I can't really say the word Wilco without Bob getting very without excited. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> what if, I, if Bob comes home shortly? Shall I say to him, Sergeant Wilco? Yeah, Wilco would get him very excited. Oh. Anyway, um, they I got they had a baby. Try it with Dolly. The time Dolly, I... where's Emma? Where's Emma? Doesn't no, work. So Dolly looks really as if poor thing's lost her hearing. <laughs> Maria wanted That's to. She doesn't know a dog called Emma. I was messing with her head. Emma was just. I mean, Maria was desperate for Dolly to appear clever, but <laughs> Dolly looks catatonically struck. Really, really rather simple. With boredom. Dog. Poor dog. Very unstimulated animal. And uh, a bored dog. Never happy. I mean, that's the problem you've got there, Maria. Yes. Back to contact through dogs. Yes, and so... um, Getting up, getting out with your dog. Yes, and then you've got the people you do communicate with. You know about their life. How is it? And then this guy had a very good... He's an American businessman, and he had one or two really fresh things to say, which no one had ever said to me before. Such as? Well, one of them is a really great talking point, and it could be a podcast all of its own. He said to me once, early on, British films are always bad. Well, there must be exceptions to that rule, but I'm inclined to agree with him. I thought it was funny because, you know, you never hear that said, do you? We often say that American films can be dreadful and Hollywood is appalling and the plot and everything. We say it's a golden age for television and we like... But we don't often hear people say British films are always bad. It was just really funny for me. And I was going, no, hang on, hang on, Love Actually? There's Love Actually. There's QED, I think. There's there's, uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. I I think what he's trying to say is that they are of a type. What's that noise? Let's carry on camping. What is that noise? That's the neighbour's washing machine. This podcast is brought to you live from the studios of... um, There's Carry On Camping. Yes. Um, there's Carry On Cleo. Let's not go down the British films are bad. I think there are lots of American films that are also bad. I, I think agree. We need to pick, you know, we need to go genre-wise, possibly. The contact there. Then I've got people who I discuss the news with. And you Well, know. you being a presenter of news, people must want to talk to you yeah, a lot Yeah, all year that. people have expressed their views and their concerns to me about Brexit. And I sent you a text the other day and you just decided to ignore it. Was it about the news? Yeah. Um, yes. I can understand that. It's a bit cold to Newcastle I don't think I should for you, isn't it? ignored your... Well, no, you did but... indulge me for a while and then I asked another question and you just ignored me. But I think, I think the thing is that you really go into the park and you've had this moment of joy and then someone talks to you about Theresa May's withdrawal agreement and the two-year transition period. And you suddenly your, your whole life just... falls 
away. It is really. It is, and there is, there is someone who who, who pursues the conversation with everybody, not just me. And I have. I wish I had the kind of confidence to say any subject other than Brexit. We, we should talk about. Well, I think that's a good thing I to say. A, but also, you are, you're perfectly within your rights to say, I absolutely don't know, and neither does anyone else. There was a funny thing that happened to me on the day. I mean, it's a bad way to set up a story because it's not that funny. But oh, a, yes, a we'll very, be the judge. A woman, attractive, pursued me mm. for about 20 minutes because my dog and her dog do get on very well. I was late for work and I needed to exit the park. She obviously was then wanting to have a coffee she wanted my and her dog to band together so she was following me i was increasing my pace to get out of the park and away from her well effectively away from her yes it's just that's that i didn't want to be slowed down by our dogs playing in a bush so i, I had to get I understand. a distance away from her so and how did this end because you did actually badly. promise us something funny <laughs> <laughs> It ended with the dogs putting on top hats and dancing across the pedestrian crossing. No, what happened really? A tourist passing by gave them a book deal. No, so what happened really was, for 20 minutes, she, I increased my pace, she increased hers. It was like a horror movie, to the point where I thought, how do you, I stop this woman following me? I'm trying you surely to... just stop and say, hello, how are you? Love no, to play, we, but we I'm had, really late no, for work. No, we had, earlier on in this encounter, we had been walking side by side, talking. Oh, I see. Then I said, no, I'm so sorry. I I'm late go. for work. I must go. So I increased double my normal speed. Now, imagine someone walking along three miles an hour. I was going six miles an right. hour. Six miles I'm an hour. I'm picturing Charlie Chaplin now in Definitely. my head. Definitely. Yes. And then she did the same. She increased her speed. Then I finally put a big gap between me. She started running. So I had to get across the pedestrian crossing leap into the next part of the park and she kept she kept following me but you already stated your case very yes, clearly i had though i think this is a case for the police so there's an example of it going too bad too much the other way <laughs> yes i've actually had a date from walking my dog when how long ago oh sometime <laughs> what, what? in this, the 18th century was it the current dog no it was my last dog but I, you know, chatting away, blah blah blah, and then sometimes they say, you know, should we go and have a coffee? Yes, it's yes, coffee. And then we did actually go out without our dogs. Wow! And we found we had nothing to talk about. So, how old and eligible was the man in question? Uh, it was age appropriate. Good looking. Yes, yes, uh, dull actually. What it as it transpired? Teeth. Without his dog, he was yes, teeth and hair. Teeth. Without his dog, he was nothing. Whereas I, on the other hand, you know, I think that was all things to all people. I mean, I think a friend of mine, a gay friend of mine, had a horrible breakup, mm -hmm. a very, very horrible breakup. And I had nothing to offer by way of experience, nothing. I'm not a very good philosopher about these things. I know that death and taxes, you know, punctuate life and breakups are horrible. I mean, I'm a deeply selfish person, but breakup stories about even strangers, they do really hit me. I find them very sad. And this story, were I to give you the details, was very, very sad and bad. Sad and bad. So I said to him, look, why don't you come for a walk with me every day at the same time? Because I do it. I said, and believe me, and you, you know I've already said this, you don't have to say anything. We don't have to speak. Um, we could just walk. You could be terribly sad. 
walking, but we would at least be walking. So we walked. But of course, he, he wasn't so. He's an optimistic person. When we got going, he saw everything anew about my walk. So he would be going, oh, what a lovely tree. Mm. And, oh, I never knew that this was here. As we walked for about two weeks, most days, sometimes every other day, for the first time ever in the time I've had my dog, and never again after he stopped walking with me, we began to meet, from central casting, the most attractive men available in London, walking, or playing sport, but all coming to, towards us every day. And then they, people would, men, men would, would talk to us. My friend would say, I can't believe it, this park. You were importuning. It's, he said, well, it's full of the world's best-looking men. But I can't understand why, since your friend has stopped walking with you, those men have melted away. Neither can I. Is, <laughs> he, is he something of a magnet for... Well, he is actually a magnet. He's, he, he's a very magnetic person, but he was very low in his life at this point. His self-esteem had self taken a knock. Desperately. He was doing no flirting at all. It was just that it was true. I had to say that if I had had a small bell which I could ring for every very handsome man who approached us over the course of two weeks. It would have rung once or twice every ten minutes. It was extraordinary. And sometimes I go in the park, so, I don't see anyone. So this friend had a sort of Pavlovian effect. He said to me, no wonder you've got a dog. So that's why I wanted to ask expressly that I think that what you did by going on a date with someone yes. was very good. I mean, I think that's great. Good on you. You did try with one guy, albeit ten years ago, and in my case, I Don't would say... know that when it was. I would say, well, you've had one dog die since that happened. <laughs> was it the dog or was I it the man I went I nearly died during in, the story. It could have been the man I went on a date with who died. I'm not sure. So um, I think good on you. And I think in my case, I, I think I meet a lot... It sounds of, quite patronising. A lot of um, other men's wives. Uh, because I uh, do work at the weekend, I have days off in the week. And when I'm walking, I meet a lot of ladies of leisure... And I assume they are in relationships with men or women. Where the We're other making half... a lot of assumptions. Yes, I am, but that's on what's all fun. the people coming towards you. I make no assumptions whatsoever. Well, I make lots, and of... I treat everybody as if they're going to be my next partner. <laughs> I definitely be they male or female or canine. Maria and I are in favour of all consensual legal relationships. Then, yes. Yeah, so I have I have invented lives for people in the park, and this is. This is something that you see, they're on the routine, and you think, who's that person? What do they do? I mean, if you weren't looking at your phone, you'd be joining in this conversation. Yeah, I am. Who is that person? What do they do? I'm listening. Yeah, but I, I'm still slightly hung up on the fact that you're looking at your phone. Whilst I was trying I'm... to find this lady's name who's written the book. Madge. There is out there now, I mean, someone who's met through their dog, definitely. Definitely, definitely. definitely. We want to hear from them, don't we? We do. Write to us at dogpod which you'll find everywhere. It's, an, it's a website. It's a brand. It's an influencer. It is. It's a range of clothing. I'm overwhelmed with dog food, people sending me dog food. Also, I mean, when I thought, when I began this podcast from beneath the neighbour's washing machine, that I would end up with two houses in California off the, off the earnings, earnings. I mean, my God, you would never have believed it. But I, I do think that you... I do want to know for the next edition how you met people... Is it appropriate? Because one thing we're going to start doing is, is introducing interactivity. Yes. We want to hear from you. Um, only, only a small amount from you, though. Not that much. Yeah. Because we might have to get in touch with you and find out. 
But I think everything is appropriate that isn't inappropriate. That uh, makes no sense at all. Well, I think there's a, I mean, there's a good corollary, if I can use that word. Corollary. It's quite a hard one to I've say on the radio. I've always found it very hard to say. Let's try again. Corollary. That's a whole new area for it another is. podcast. It is. So I think the this one... Next time, do you know what I'm going to do next time? I'm going to move about in your kitchen as you refashion some scraps, because you've promised me that, yes. when you make your own food for your dog, Bob. So did we get to grips with human encounters and dogs? We had some of them. So did and I think some we censored ourselves on. But we are coming back to this subject with, with this interactivity galore. Have you married someone you met? Have you married someone you met?